0: so i'm going to take some time and ask to speak directly to you at this hour to tell you what it is that happened here on wednesday so i want to start off right now by offering up an apology to you what the viewers experienced was rude it was cruel it was inappropriate and we are so sorry i also want to say sorry to lynette romero because lynette I love you so much. You literally are my best friend. You did not deserve what happened to you on Wednesday.
1: All right, it sounds like that there is a lot of uh, newscasters in the news getting me at app. the news. Jesus, Man-cash
0: journalism, honey. This is you know they say territory. Uh,
1: they say that as a newscaster you're not supposed to become the story that you're supposed to report the news
0: but i'm kind of on honey. mark mester's side a little bit here they definitely in the news this week we got mark mester we got the guy from new york spectrum eric we have lots going on niggas out here cheating acting like they ain't got no <laughs> sense <laughs> It's just I would love
1: to also kind of talk about oh you speaking of cheating. This, I'm glad you said that. Adam Levine, please come to the floor. Yeah, that's so what I'm so saying. Everybody,
0: everybody's out here just wilding. It's this was a this was a week for <laughs> celebrities to show their ass once again. Um and so we'll be covering all of that here. We would we could not leave you guys hanging, pop stars. We are super excited to get ready for episode eighteen. Let's of do it. O-pop. Let's get into it.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Hey, it's Trenton Rashad, and I'm Marcus Drew Steele, and I got a new cut, a new head, dude. Do you? A new style. A new. This is color. new. Okay. Yeah, is I remember this some color I had in braids. Well, you? Uh, there's always been color in here for like since this summer, but I just got it twisted. Okay. Okay, so, twist. You know, I took it. I had to let my hair down last week, and so now I got it twisted.
0: Come on, protective style. called
1: bundles
0: (laughs) go off i I love it protective style Um, what's going on carol's daughter Uh, much it's been a uh it's been a very chill week it is getting colder here in chicago i hear Um, so it's been you know it's uh like oh okay like fall is here like we're getting we're getting into it so um But outside of that, everything has been good. Catching up with my television. I'm glad we had a lot of good shows premiere this week. Abbott Elementary. It's so Um, much
1: happening. There's so much happening.
0: I got to watch that. I got to watch Los Espookies, which is my little show on HBO Max. I watched it. They're in season two now. So this was the brainchild of um, Julio Torres, Fred Armisen, and Anna Fabrega, um, who... They're they're all together, but I know Julio Torres and Fred Armisen specifically from SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio was a writer and Fred was a cast member for years, but they, they started this show called Los of Spookies last year during the pandemic um, that I love. It's uh, really cute, just like fun, silly, silly stuff
1: interesting yeah i've never heard of that so i may have to look at it or put it on the put it on the ever-growing list of shows on my tv refrigerator <laughs> or on my refrigerator got it
0: got it yeah no so, so i got to watch that i'm glad that that's back um i watched Dahmer this week as well so i started you watch, that
1: you said would you just watch an episode or did you watch the whole thing
0: no 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 no. we just i'm i think i'm one episode in
1: okay because i would plan on watching yeah. that too
0: yeah really really good um and then i mean we, the queen's funeral was like everywhere earlier this week um so watch that and just saw all of the craziness and hoopla with that it's re- i mean it's it's interesting to watch regardless of how you feel about the monarchy and all of that stuff just how the the brits have turned out for the queen i mean it was. It I was mean, really
1: crazy. I saw the 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 memes and the gifts of how good Megan looked, and everybody like sharing those because she had. On she that did black look good with the cape and that little. My hat. mom
0: and I would just so my mom and I were watching the funeral, and we were like on the phone, just like talking about everybody, just gossiping, like we were actually attendees at the funeral. It was <laughs> um, it was funny, um, of course, and then sticking with Housewives. This is I want to say. I'm watching Atlanta's reunion right now. This probably mm-hmm. has to be the most boring reunion oh. in the Atlanta franchise history.
1: Because it didn't happen, really, in this season. But this Marlo was, and right. This,
0: uh, this is rough to watch. And them doing mm-hmm. three parts, I think, was a mistake. I think you could have got this done in one or two. Um, there just wasn't that much to for us to rehash while i felt like the season was okay i felt like the season overall was fine i think that there was a um there wasn't much for us to revisit mm-hmm. there wasn't much for us to revisit during the uh actual union, and so i can see that that, that dealing with that beverly hills kind of took a turn this week as well um which I'm not sure exactly how I feel. I feel like with Beverly Hills and what's been the critique of everyone has been that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, all of the drama and all of the craziness is happening off screen. So we don't actually get to see it. it it's all kind of like rep- reported and regurgitated back to us through the cast, um, which I don't know how I feel about, but it's still, like I said, um, I'm, I'm thoroughly entertained. I still,
1: at some point, I will catch up on Beverly Hills.
0: I don't know if it's going to happen for you, my friend. I know it's just I. I just don't think it's going to happen for you. And like, if you like, you know, it's like the gym. If you don't make time for it, it's going to let you go. Hello, I say that. Well, and I can say that today because I did go to the gym today. (laughs) I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, well, you know, Potomac's about to start. I, I you know, I'm. I'll, so that, always so you, you're gonna Potomac. have to be ready for that because I, obviously I will. I, I we will have to talk about Potomac, it on here, so. but you know, of course. But yeah, what's what's so. been going on with you?
1: Uh, a busy week work wise. I haven't had a chance to. Fully commit to um, any new shows. There's a lot of ongoing shows right now that I'm watching still, like, of course, She Hulk of still House of the Dragon, Still, um, I just started a new series on Star Wars called, uh, on Disney Plus from Star Wars called Andor. They did a three episode season premiere. That's and so watching that. that um, and then, of course, Abbott Elementary is back, like you were saying. So caught the first episode of that. Uh,
0: just, it's a lot. It's just a lot of TV, boo. A lot of TV. So how how do you feel about the, um, the uh, season premiere of Abbott?
1: I loved it. I was a little emotional at the end. I was like, Janine, girl, we know you're struggling. Like, <laughs> you can't even make rent. We've been there, honey. Uh, this is, it, it was very, very, everybody has those days where like just everything goes wrong. And it was very interesting to kind of see that play out for her because I've I've definitely had a day where it's like I thought I was on my shit and then just nothing would go right for me. And so it was very interesting to kind of see that.
0: Yeah, I love it that we're getting a little deeper into the lives of the actual teachers and, you know, it's not so glitzy and, you know, funny. And but I, I think that they're speaking to some real life things that educators go through of like, you know, just how poorly teachers are paid. Yeah. um how hard it is to get resources for students like the whole ADA situation yeah with, um, yeah, yeah Barbara Howard's character I mean Barbara Howard's student um and so it's like yeah I'm 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 super excited it got me excited and pumped for um the season so
1: you know they're already on the record list so I catch them I record them all and I will watch them and I enjoy it and so I'm so happy they're I'm sure this season will be a 24-episode season. It's got to be.
0: Yeah, and what else did you say? You said House of the Dragon, and what else? There was something else you named.
1: Uh, I said She-Hulk, and then I said Andor. I watched
0: She-Hulk this week, the wedding episode.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really cute. Yeah, I think this is the mid-season.
0: So check out me. Look at me.
1: I'm sure you were held against your will to watch it.
0: No, 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 no. I just watched it, and it was like, it's okay. you know. I'm still not like... Oh this is a this is not like WandaVision, no.
1: Oh well no it's, no. it's a comedy. This is a comedy. Yeah. It's good though. It's a procedural comedy. So, it's but other cute. than that, that's all I've been up to. Just a lot of that uh we're recording this on a Saturday and it's also Folsom weekend here in San Francisco. So,
0: I'm going to oh, check, check it out. Have you done any activities yet?
1: Not yet. So I'm going to be doing something, going to a party tonight and then the street fair is Sunday. And so this will be Yesterday and whenever this episode premieres, so yeah,
0: maybe you should take co-pop on a, like an exploration, just like take a camera, and we uh, could do like well. a feature of you <laughs> at Folsom and what you are doing at the festival and at the events. So, how, cute, how great fact. would that be? How fun would that be? Don't we want to <laughs> see that pop stars?
1: So fun fact, cameras are not allowed. Um, they are highly discouraged. So I will not really be doing that. Because I've yes. seen
0: some I've seen some fulsome footage.
1: Oh, no, I'm sure you have, but it's again, oh, it's baby. one of those <laughs> things where you have to have people's consent. Because cameras okay. are flash photography and camera work are highly discouraged. You can't discouraged go out there with a clipboard and a stack
0: of waivers. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to bring <laughs> this experience to our to our listeners.
1: No, I would say if you want to Experience that's, that's for you should come. You should come and experience it.
0: Not maybe not everyone has the resources to go. So let's bring this to our let's let's no, bring this to I our will audience. Not be.
1: No, ma'am. Pal, will not be. I will not be. <laughs> hey. Let's move on because <laughs> I know we have some pl- plenty of other things to talk about than my false activity. He wants, yeah, he wants
0: to talk about something else. All right, so let's move on to our beloved segment of this podcast entitled. Woo This is the part of the show that Marcus and I do a rapid fire recall of the most ridiculous, the most ratchet moments in pop culture this past week. Uh, Marcus, how about you go first?
1: Okay, dokie. Uh so just uh, it, this is not a ridiculous and or ratchet, but a very emotional, and that's why I had to put in a woo chow. Um, Roger Federer's official retirement. I know we talked about it last week, but the labor cup yeah. is happening and it was not a dry eye in the house, honey. When they played them videos at the opening ceremony had everybody, all the players crying, had all the greats there on the men's side of the of the ATP tour. Nadal, Djokovic, Murray, Federer, all of those guys were there and all of them were crying and there's a video of it that you can catch on there? Twitter. TFO there? Uh, TFO is there, but he's not considered one of like the big players yet. So he's still up and. Oh, playing.
0: he's oh, so he's not big enough, even he's though not. he was the first. Even though he was the, uh, he's one of the first black men to come back after Arthur Ashe for mm. the uh, Open. Wow, and this is
1: a great yeah, this is a great start. But he's nowhere near any of them. No, wow, he's not even won a Grand Slam. He yet. was there. All was he
0: crying? I,
1: I don't know because we didn't see him. Mm. So he'll get there. He'll absolutely get there. But he wasn't there yet. When I'm talking, y'all know I'm, I'm not gonna like, die like,
0: on this TFO. TFO is my. You really uh, are. <laughs> I
1: love that you're riding for him so hard. I love it. <laughs>
0: Cause you try to just downplay this. Ain't this, nobody tried this to downplay like it two episodes ago. But we're gonna move on. Okay. Well, on. that's definitely a Wu Chow.
1: So I just wanted to say that again. Like, so they they played a lot of the highlights from Roger's career. And obviously, you know, Nadal and Djokovic have been a huge part of that because they've been the big three for a very long time mm-hmm. and have been very competitive on the Grand Slam stage. And so it was nice to just kind of see Roger get his um, get his do, get his flowers. And it was very emotional. And we're going to miss him. And he is another goat in the tennis arena. So whoo child whoo Getting emotional myself. Woo. All right. What do you got? You need a minute. No, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Just making sure. Um, no, I'm okay. I don't know if you've heard about the stuff with Tory Lanez and August Alcina.
1: Girl, woo fucking child. Do I even you know so, both of these niggas? I do not even well, care for in No, the let slightest. me tell you about
0: this. And I think that this is interesting because this is this is um a example of when keeping it real goes wrong. Hello. Um and I think I think it's definitely worth us unpacking a little bit. So for those who don't know, this past week in Chicago was the Fall Back in Love music fest and comedy jam. Um, Rip Michaels, um, who's a popular comedian around the city, uh, led this. And both Tory Lanez and August Alcina were on the bill to perform. Backstage, in a moment of, I guess they were kind of, you know, August Alcina was, I guess, maybe heading to his dressing room, heading to the stage or whatever. But there's a part... And it's caught on film where both entourages, August Alcina's and Tory Lanez, I did cross see paths. That. Yeah. Now, what happens in this is that Tory Lanez sees August Alcina extends his hand out to like you know dap him up or whatever like that, and August Alcina does a very visible like this does not extend his hand back out and just kind of keeps walking, at which point Tory Lanez is like, "WTF?" and the security guards and all of that are happening it's like well like what's going on so from that it appears and this part is actually not caught on camera but it appears as though that when Tory Lanez went back and saw August Alcina again later on that evening he punched um August Alcina in the face now what was that even described from what's been described from August Alcina's perspective is that it was a sucker punch he was like it was a sucker punch and you know i didn't see it coming you know he's mad about this but august alcina maintains that he did not reach out to tory lanes or did not you know dap him up because of things that tory lanes had said previously about him tory lanes had already made, made he had made he had made comments about August Alcina's involvement with Jada Pinkett. I think he even alluded to it in a song. Um, mm-hmm. There's a song, I think it's called We Paid. Yes, We Paid um, with the little Baby and 42 Doug. And he's like, I think the quote is, "Is let me start fucking on Jada. I ain't gonna snitch like August. So <laughs> I think from that and then also, you know, Tory Lanez has also been in the news for other stuff. Um, as well, and so you know, August Alsina was like, "I guess I'm not, you know, I'm not Team Tory right now." In which Tory went back and did that. What's so funny is from the footage, what, as soon as the diss happens, I think you know, there's a there's a young lady who's around and she sees Tory Lane's face and she's like, "Don't do it, Tory. You already done shot Megan." <laughs> and like that was to me. While that situation is not funny, it was like, you know, her trying to be the conscience of Tory Lane's in that moment was funny. Um, what is most interesting to me is that Tory Lanez is trying to basically act like nothing happened. So the day after the event, which in which he hit August Alcina, he was on a call. He was on some kind of maybe a show or live with DJ Academics, who is problematic and been in the news this week for a whole bunch who of I can't even get a. <laughs> I can't even get on dj this just this week alone he's been effing up left and right but with this he's like nothing happened i don't even know what y'all are talking about i don't know what august is talking about he said i punched him he went even he doubled down and went on his ig story and was like i don't know what everybody is talking about but i've been in the studio and i'm not in anything negative i've been working on myself and being a better person i'm Sure. sure he's I'm sure he doesn't want this to happen right now because there's already a lot of heat happening with him in the whole Megan situation. So this is going to be just an added piece to that.
1: He's clearly something's wrong with him. Is he like something? There's some issues here.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. August Alcina seems to believe that uh, Tory Lanez was smoking that night on a blunt that was laced with cocaine. He went on to say that too, that he saw that. Um, and so he th- he's so saying that
1: he just made up the whole story of him hitting him.
0: Tory Lanez is saying yes that he does not he just know that that did not happen. Now hopefully he'll come back and be like okay y'all like this is what happened you know I lost my cool but
1: I mean there's video child. evidence of the altercation.
0: Well, there's not video evidence of him hitting him,
1: but like of the scuffle afterwards and beforehand because I saw it.
0: So, yeah, the, there's like a there's a video of him like kind of walking back through the same through that same hallway. And he was like, oh, you knocked him out. Um, and like people are like kind of like egging him on in that sense. But he's like, did nobody see? Did you see me hit anybody? <laughs> did you see me shoot anybody? Like, it, it it's definitely
1: a woochow. Oh, my gosh. Um, OK, are we ready to move on. Yeah, go ahead. So, let's talk about, have you seen this KTLA drama? I did. With the two news anchors that were on the weekend newscast? Yes. So, apparently, uh, Mark Mester and Lynette Romero were the weekend anchors for the morning show on KTLA, which um, was very, very popular. Um, It was a very popular uh news program morning news program and Lynette Romero I was reading yesterday had been there for like 24 years and then just abruptly was not on the desk anymore um and people were starting to wonder why and then i think a day later one I, I, an entertainment reporter just read a statement from the news station saying that Lynette had departed and we wish her all the best and blah blah blah, blah. you know like companies do or whatever trying to save face and so her co-anchor mark mester um i guess didn't want to be quiet anymore and decided to kind of take matters into his own hand a little own hands a little bit and address the address the issue head-on on on the newscast and was like first all, i mean basically y'all heard a part of it in the the intro but it was basically like this is unacceptable it's unprofessional it's uh, disgraceful Lynette did not get a chance to say goodbye and she's been here for 24 years and just basically going on this uh, impromptu unscripted rant about what really happened and how the station wasn't letting her say goodbye and how they did her wrong and sure enough the next day he got suspended and now it's come out that they fired him and so now both of the anchors are gone and this has caused um a huge spotlight on KTLA now because people are upset and people are deleting their apps and saying they're not going to watch KTLA no more because they've been done wrong. And what did you, what do you think about this?
0: When keeping it real goes wrong. Mark, no. that he, wanted, this... he wanted to come up and he said, I'm going to, uh, I need to speak out on behalf of my friend. And they said, well, you can get your ass out too.
1: So the tough thing, I will say this, the tough thing about working in news, having worked in news is that when major life incidents or life updates happen or uh, major departures happen Um, they kind of like force you into a little bit of a gag order and you're not allowed to say anything because you know the messaging Mm -hmm. has to come from the station or the messaging has to appear like everybody's on the same page even if you're not And I think, you know, after a 24-year storied career, like, I was looking back at a lot of the clips of Lynette, and, like, Lynette's wedding was on KTLA. Like, Lynette's first child was on KTLA. Like, there were all these major life moments that happened to her. And for her to not even get a chance to say goodbye or for the station to treat her like that, it's just kind of shitty. It's kind of shitty. I think it is
0: shitty. I don't know if it was Mark's place in that moment to say let me since y'all want to do my friend dirty, let me air out exactly what happened and how it went down. And so I think that I think that what happened to Lynette was not okay, but how Mark handled it end up costing him him his job too
1: it ended up costing him his job but do i disagree with what he did no because he didn't do it like immediately after like he waited a few days and was trying to see like was the station going to like make a formal official announcement and plus i also think it was a smack in the face to let some random entertainment reporter at the station break the news instead of him like if that's my co-anchor and we've been on on air together for 10 plus years or whatever, why wouldn't I be the one to break the news and say, hey, Lynette is leaving? Do we
0: know how, why she got like, do we know like what the reason was why she got let go? Well,
1: they're not saying allegedly there was another opportunity that she wanted to pursue and I guess they weren't willing to work with her on that and decided to just let her go and then they're saying in the statement that they tried, they gave her the opportunity to you know, say that she was leaving and that she declined. So I don't know if we'll get all of the full mm-hmm. details, but apparently something else is going on because based off of Mark's reaction and how he, you know, described this departure, this seems like that there was some other stuff going on behind the scenes that they did her dirty on.
0: Um, Let me ask you this: Do you feel like there was a way that he could have did this and got this, got his feelings out in another way, maybe another medium? Medium? Could he did it like on like IG Live? Could he have went and did it somewhere rather than the actual newscast?
1: No, because I'm I think the reason why they fired him is because in the I'm sure he's got a contract and he went against the station's needs because I don't think they would have allowed him to speak anywhere, whether it be on social media or anything like that, because all of that is part of a contract when you're on air. Like you have to present yourself a certain way, and there's things you can and can't say um, if they re- reflect poorly on the station. And so I don't think they were going to allow him to speak at all. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm on Mark's side is because, again, I do think, you think he knew he would to... be
0: fired. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think if
0: he would have spoken, so think I, said, that, I think regardless of whether he or not was, it was. He knew that he was going to be fired. No, I'm saying regardless of
1: it. whether or not he spoke out on air or on social media, they would have fired him anyway.
0: No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm saying, like, do you think that he knew that by coming onto the news and doing that right there, how he did it from that clip that we just heard. Do you think that he knew what the consequences were going to be? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was going to be fired. Absolutely. He
1: knew. And he did and that's why that's why again I'm on his side. Like he knew that he was probably going to get because he was already suspended. He they already suspended him for it. And so uh, I'm sure he knew when he was doing it that I was like there's going to be some major consequences. And I think honestly, like I said, I'm sure we don't know everything that happened behind the scenes, but I'm sure he reached out to Lynette, and him and Lynette spoke and he was like, look, I'm about to go on air and let the chopper sing. I'm riding with you until the wheels fall off, and if that means I lose my job, then I lose my job. So. Yeah. But, I mean, I just it definitely seems like some other stuff went down, and so I will be in I don't know the full
0: story and I just know that, I just saw the clip yeah. of him going, you know, of him going off, and so I was like, ooh, like baby, you gotta I don't know, I mean, maybe, you know he's stacked up, he gotta, he'll got, he be fine he'll be fine, he's young, I'm sure he'll he's be fine he's in a really great market, he'll be able to go and to do something just as good.
1: I'm sure, I just, I just think maybe. a lot of people don't know that like when you're when you're, when you're on these shows and on these sets and you find somebody that you have really good chemistry with and you have a good show, like, you become family. Like, you you spend a lot of time together, you know, because, I mean, especially on a morning show or something like that, you're at the station, you're having to cover breaking news and all of this stuff, and so you absolutely become family with some Let of these people this, that you work
0: well with. Let me tell you this. You know, some people that wasn't, um, because I don't know who spoke out on, um, uh, Tamara Hall's behalf. About what? Or when she got let go? Remember when she got let go for that? Remember it was well, see, that NBC real bogus They did her dirty. They yeah, did her dirty. But didn't nobody say nothing for baby girl?
1: Because they was because they
0: couldn't. They said I'm gonna keep this job. They couldn't. <laughs> they said, I'm or they, they were gonna, gonna be right this out this the door with her. Hell yeah. But yeah. I mean, Mark, do your thing. It's you know unfortunate they now that they both unemployed. But hey, y'all still friends.
1: Wu chow. Woo chow. <laughs>
0: um, I want to do an update. I two weeks ago I reported on the story with Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears, who were oh, yeah. under fire for the um the suit that had come out of them for the uh, sexual abuse, like the child sexual abuse lawsuit. Well mm-hmm. earlier this week we learned that the actual lawsuit was dropped by the plaintiff who has chosen to remain anonymous. She's going by Jane Doe. Um so they they have dropped the lawsuit um in which Tiffany and Aries Spears were both named for um doing behaviors that resemble grooming um and sexual harassment of children. It was a settlement wasn't it with this uh no 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 no. that's what it said in the video it, well, it, it might have been a settlement, but it's now that it's just been dropped. That, as reported by BuzzFeed News, is that the 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 plaintiff has dropped her lawsuit.
1: Yeah, because in the so TMZ maybe they video, did maybe they, they did
0: settle out of court. I don't know yeah. exactly what if they did. I don't know any. I don't see anything here about what the settlement was or anything that was included in it. But the now the situa- the the lawsuit is dropped. What is interesting about this now is that Tiffany Haddish who's been, you know, people are asking her how how does she feel about this and she's come out and she's been very you know, she's been very um, open and saying like, all of my gigs are gone because of this. And I think that I I think that with cancel culture, like this, yeah it definitely will happen. This is not something that people want to stick to and people even want to take chances with regardless if it's proven regardless if it's just talk but yeah I'm sure that there are endorsements jobs things that she had lined up that people are like now looking at her sideways or being at least a little a little um cautious to to do business with her Uh do you have any thoughts on this
1: I, I'm feel I, I kind of feel a little bad because I mean and then I kind of don't because she said she lost everything she said she lost she that her whole team dropped her like she don't have anything. I don't know if
0: it's I mean, I know she said that. I don't know. I don't know to what extent like what she had going. You know, we we'll, we'll never know that like the things the irons that she had in the fire. I do feel like she'll be able to come back from this. I felt like this I was a situation so. in which this was like th- this was kind of wrapped up in, you know, a matter of months um and yeah. not something that has gone on for years and because and it has it was been business. dropped um. Yeah. So I don't see anything about a settlement in here. I'm. I'm looking. But uh, I just. I
1: was referencing the TMZ video where they caught up with her and asked her how she if was. if it is and, a
0: settlement, that also could speak to some maybe.
1: Right. Like, That's I why I was confused. Stuff. I was like, was it dismissed or was there an actual settle- settlement?
0: I don't see anything about a settlement in here. Um. But. But the only it's just saying that the the plaintiff dropped her lawsuit. So gotcha. um I do think that she'll be able to come back from this. I think Tiffany Haddish is one of those comedians that was everywhere for a little bit. And I think because of the things that she's done and the resume that she's been able to create, she will be able to she'll she'll be able to take us uh maybe take a quick break and then come back and get back to business as usual. Wu chow. <laughs> well, Definitely I mean... Wu
1: You got to be careful. I I was talking to somebody else the other day and I was like, you know, I know when you're up and coming and you're trying to book work and taking every opportunity, maybe not every opportunity is a great opportunity. And so being a little more decisive about the gigs and stuff you take when you're first starting out um, will maybe help you not have to go down this path once you do hit it big in the future.
0: Well, just being decisive and then also just kind of like, you know, be mindful of how you interact with people Like that too. That was, you know one of the Things that was interesting and this is kind Of like this is a small tangent But Steve Harvey do you remember Like when all of that came out about him Of how he how he runs His sets of like you don't Nobody can come speak to me do yeah. not Approach me like if you have something To say you say it to my team And they get it to me yeah. and I Think I mean that is One way to protect yourself You know what I'm saying? Especially with all of this coming out right now. Um, And I don't know about
1: all of that. I don't know. No,
0: I mean, I think that that is one way to protect yourself. Like, you have to be very mindful about that. Like, of just what could be a joke, what could be. um, You've been, I mean, you've been on a set. You know how things go. There's, you know, there's downtime. Like, people want to hang out, people want to joke. And I mean, there are things that could happen and anyone can misconstrue your words, take it the wrong way. Um So stay so, in your trailer. Stay in
1: your trailer and mind your business. I feel like when you're on set, I know, and it's I do your set there are
0: people that do that, yeah.
1: I I feel like when it's your set and like you're the star of the show, you you kind of Set the bar, set the energy, and so if it's not a friendly, opening, welcoming workspace, people are going to talk about you anyway and be upset. People, and be I mad. mean,
0: uh, do you do do you want to have that friendly, open, anybody can like open door policy kind of thing? I don't say I don't and think, think you need to do with, all of that.
1: I don't think you need yeah. to do all of that, but you at least need to be like ha- i mean it's to me it's a little much to be like can't nobody speak to me like you speak to blah 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 blah. like if if, if you're on set and these these are people that you see daily if not weekly if you're on a talk show we are talking about cameramen writers producers people like that that you directly interact with and to, to say that they can't speak to you i think that's a little stupid
0: i don't know i think you got to be cautious
1: i don't know Woo-child, whatever you have anything else on this
0: I do. Do you have? Oh, no, nothing else on this. Okay. I got one more because, you know, we got to talk about
1: Adam Levine.
0: Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Start it.
1: So did you first off, did you see this? I mean, I ain't really care. But I heard about it.
0: I heard about Adam Levine.
1: So I mean, the big headline is just Adam Levine is accused of cheating on wife, Bahide Prinslow. You know, Bahide Prinslow was his model. They got married. They have a child. I think they're like pregnant with another child, aren't they?
0: Mm hmm. And you know right who now he wanted or something. to name the baby after? Say what? And you know who he wanted to name the baby after? Who? His jump off? Huh? Yes, he wanted to name the baby Christine. Yes, girl. It's why. a whole thing. It is a whole. It's, it's a not. whole mess, and Adam is foul.
1: So, I'm looking at us weekly and it's basically talking about how uh, Sumner Stroh was the first to publicly accuse Levine of allegedly sending her flirtatious messages and then she's a University of Texas alum and she posted them on TikTok which I saw um, and then the model claimed that Levine manipulated her into a relationship and she was like at the time I was young I was naive and then Adam's talking about did I basically released a statement saying did I send flirtatious messages yes and was that probably inappropriate yes and did it stop there yes and basically saying that and saying that you didn't there was no affair it stopped the exchanges
0: that. what do you what did you see no i i mean i don't i don't know if it stopped there that's what i'm saying it's like i and i didn't and let me be honest i didn't see him and her together i didn't see them fucking. i didn't see nothing but something tells me that it did not stop at just flirtatious messages i don't i do not believe that for one second i think that adam levine just like a lot of these celebrities are people that have um you know a lot of a lot of eyes a lot of attention on them and i think that he leverages that whenever he wants to
1: so read going back to your statement so it was the wrong name but read this it says uh, Stroh later revealed that Levine got back in touch before Prinslow's September 2022, 2022 pregnancy announcement to ask if he could use the name Sumner for the pair's third child
0: oh it was Sumner get I was the fuck
1: out of here <laughs> I'm telling you it was
0: crazy my bad I thought it was Christine but it's actually get out of here
1: Sumner.
0: Yeah, you gotta be I that's where my foot went crazy and so you trying to tell me that it stopped there is like now you're you're out of control
1: so you want to use your you flame's name for your yeah. baby yeah allegedly mm-hmm. what i did not see that what like
0: yeah. a- girl you gotta look you gotta read this, now because so- it's in there
1: this reminds me and we've talked. you said you didn't remember this but this reminds me of the Justin Timberlake thing where Justin Timberlake was on set with um what was I don't know I don't think her name was I don't think it was Gugu but it was one of the um black actresses and they was awfully handsy and friendly and got caught on camera and he had to make an announcement saying oh no we were we're on the set of the movie and did I use poor judgment and we had had a lot to drink and did we like hang out yes but nothing else happened and He's married, you know. He's married to Jessica. This sounds very similar to that. But
0: well, see, that's what I'm saying, marks That's what you on the, on these sets. You have to be able to. I, I think the way to protect it is don't <laughs> come talk to me. I see what Steve Harvey talked about now. Don't come talk to me, please. Don't. Like I don't have time for any of this.
1: So you'd rather be an asshole on set than to be liked by everybody.
0: I I, I think I would have to. I think what? I would have to because there's no. I mean, there is just too much out there, and there's you know, not to say that like, not to say that Adam Levine or Justin Timberlake or that they're they're a victim of this circumstance. No, I'm not saying that. I think that they both definitely had a hand in whatever they were accused of doing. But it's just like yeah, most those, those things happen all the time.
1: I don't know. It just I feel like that's an easy way to be deemed hard to work with or. Yep bad attitude on set you know they always like Not the bad attitude to i'm do.
0: very nice very pleasant just how would anybody know say, there is a there's a procedure in how we process yeah Woo-chow.
1: so so adam i don't know what you're gonna do about this i don't know if you're gonna say anything else i honestly don't care but apparently a lot of other women have come out as well and said that they've also had yeah. relationships with him so it ain't looking good girl i don't know yeah. what to tell you
0: Woo-chow. <laughs> definitely blue child you got speaking anything cheat. speaking huh? of niggas cheating ime uduka or udoka um, who is who is he is the head coach of the boston celtics and he has been in a long time relationship with nia long They actually nia long. they've been they've been engaged since like 2015 i don't know why this engagement is so long but i guess we now know but uh ima oduka was suspended from the celtics earlier this week for having an inappropriate they're calling it an inappropriate but consensual relationship with a female staff member on the boston celtics Hmm. yes um no long no word on how long this has been going on ime says i'm sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation and i accept the team's decision um he you know this was this came all after his suspension um now what we are we have a problem with i don't have a problem with you get suspended that's probably gonna happen whatever but you cheating on nia long of all people nia nia the long um and that's what Black, black twitter just was up in arms about and so like i said they have a 10 year old son they've been together for quite some time but everyone is kind of coming out in support of Neil Long for this. Um, someone tweeted, um, <laughs> cheating on Neil Long, end of days has to be up honest because ain't <laughs> no way. Uh, this, I mean, this is definitely tough, right? Uh, she took to social media to thank everyone early, later this week. The outpouring of love and support from family, friends, and the community during this difficult time means so much to me. I ask that my privacy be respected as much as uh, as i process the recent events above all i'm a mother and will continue to focus on my children um
1: this just goes to tell so, you being pretty is not enough
0: being pretty is no longer I, enough i mean because they they out here pretty uh hurts. being pretty like, is not enough what happened to black men don't cheat <laughs> uh yeah so they spent they suspended him for the entire season of uh 2022, 2023. I don't know how sports work, but the <laughs> and I think for this, I'm not sure exactly what will happen. There, I mean, we don't what do you think will happen with Nia and Ime? They, they're gonna, gonna be together. Gonna they,
1: they split it, they split up.
0: Well, I mean, they haven't split, but this is definitely a this is definitely a Wuchat situation, which a split might be coming. I mean, at the end of the day, like if Beyonce
1: can get cheated on, if Nia Long can get cheated on, there ain't no hope for nobody else. There ain't no there ain't no
0: hope. There
1: no hope. I no, mean, I pretty is that. not enough. We you're gonna have to come to the table with something more than just looks because clearly
0: It's but I mean that's the thing. You can come to the table with anything. Hell, you can come to the table with millions and millions of dollars and looks and you know, all of that. And it's just not gonna stop you. I think it's not gonna be enough. Yeah, for, for all of for all of the uh, ups and downs that they've been through. And like I said, this this long engagement, which I'm never a fan of long Since engagement. Since 2015, yeah. maybe, you know, but we'll see exactly what happens here. Woo, ciao. That's unfortunate. Well, that's it for me. Um, let's take a break here. And when we come back, we will do our spotlight shows of the week. This week, I'm doing Under the Banner of Heaven. Marcus, what are you doing this week?
1: This week, I am, <laughs> I was going to say a filler show. It's not a filler show. I enjoyed it, Uh-oh. but it was a very, very short mini series. But I'm going to do I Am Groot on Disney Plus just because I am still finishing up some other shows that I want to talk about.
0: So let's get it. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll be back uh, with our spotlight shows of the week. All right, and we are back. It's time for our spotlight shows of the week. This week, I am covering FX under the banner of Heaven. I've heard about this. Yeah, yeah. So this miniseries follows the story of it's a true crime series um, of the 1984 killing of Brenda Lafferty and her infant daughter, Erica Lafferty. Um, It's set in Utah, 1984, and. a lot of things ensue now. When you hear the when you hear the title under the banner of heaven, of course, you think it's going to have some probably religious undertones. But this is heavily focused on religion. Uh, with it being set in Utah, it really goes and dives deep into Mormonism as well as LDS cult- culture. LDS is Latter Day Saints. Um, I'm not exactly sure. The marriage of it of, of how it happens with all of the characters in, in this series, but the lead who's played by Andrew Garfield, Detective Jeb Pyrie, is a practicing Mormon and is also a detective trying to uncover um this mystery. Um I'll do my initial thoughts for this. I was not, I think I was not expecting how. Uh, deep it goes into religion, and so right up against it, as a subplot, we learn about the history of Mormonism and how it came to be, and its travel throughout the U.S. Um, and officially landing into officially landing into Utah, and um, how the fa- how the founders used religion uh, as well as uh, intimidation, and um, I- I'll say. I won't say violence. Well, no, I guess I will say violence and violence um, to to basically call out there to call out people who are not abiding by the faith correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, the The story is it's it's pretty difficult in which Brenda and her daughter were actually killed. Both had their throats slit um, in their home. Yes. And Jesus. We, we finally learned that it was at the hands of her brother-in-law. Um, this was all because the, the brothers belonged to this family, belonged to a very tight sect of Mormonism uh, called the School of Prophets. And so one of the things I learned, I, I'll say that, that another initial thought is I learned so much about another religion, which I think for me, I haven't always, I haven't always gone out and like sought to like learn more about other religions, which something I need to change. I feel like I need to just like know more. Um, But this one is like, it really kind of broke down Mormonism and how there are these like these certain sects of people that really practice and follow the Bible from what it says, like specifically and like full out, like follow it to the actual word there's other Mormons who kind of take it and interpret it um and how much mormonism has changed mormonism was not always um for people of color which is something i also learned um in this story and i think it's 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 very tough to kind of mirror up against 2022's life right which i mean it's i could i couldn't see this series being told in today's time just because right. of how difficult um, some of the subject matter is, but Brenda Lafferty, who is one of the characters in the show, um, is speaking out against Mormonism and is basically trying to say that, you know, how they are interpreting the Bible, how they are interpreting the religion is not necessarily the way it's intended and that the religion has evolved from that time of the school of prophets. Well, that eventually leads to her demise as well as Andrew Garfield's character, who has this... um, He kind of has this this moment of this tug-of-war of of, he is a man of faith, but he's also seeing how this faith is breaking families apart and killing people. And so what he has to do in um, maintaining his responsibilities as a practicing Mormon and being over his family, but while also finding out who the killer is and what... What that digs up for this for the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. Um overall, I think Andrew Garfield did an, an incredible job as Detective Jeb Pyrie. I would say he got an Emmy nomination for this, which I, I would say is definitely well due. I agree. Um, and they also got a TCA nomination for outstanding Miniseries Um, I'm not familiar with the TCAs, but those were the only that was the critical acclaim that. It has received one of the one of the themes that i kind of wanted to explore with you is um as i spoke this like this tug of war between your religion and what you what you have to do versus like your actual job and that's where andrew garfield's character really rests this season he's in this tug of war there's a point in which he's actually has to Interview members and leaders in the Mormon church and they're telling him to stop the investigation. They're basically saying, like, you need to stop it here. Um, and there there doesn't need to be any further digging into you know what the school of prophets are, what Mormon is that type of thing. What do you feel like and, and mind you, this is once again, this is set in 1984, but what do you feel like evolves from um, a person's rel- a person's faith, as they mature and as they get, you know, as they become clearer about different about the about the world outside their religion. Um, have you had any like personal experience with that, um, in which you you kind of had to question faith? Uh,
1: no, I've never really been like I went to church a lot as a child, but I mean, I feel like once you get out into the world and experience a lot of different things, it definitely makes you question uh, what you've been taught growing up and what you, what has, what you've been um, exposed to growing up, because I mean, you start to uh, hell. I've, I've met many plenty of nicer people who don't subscribe to a religion or a faith than I do those who call themselves Christians or any anything anything else under the banner of heaven. <laughs> and so Oh that it's was cute. Very um, um yeah it's very it's very touch and go for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I I the reason why this series kind of struck a chord with me is because I think that there was a time in which I did come to question um certain aspects of my religion, of my faith. Right. Um, yeah. As I started to become more of a um, practicing homosexual, and <laughs> say uh, that again, started to, <laughs> but like started to learn more about like support, started to learn more about like what it actually means and and how to re- interpret um, Bible and you know scripture for uh, what it actually is. This this series re- have relies heavily on interpretation um of scripture and exactly what it means to be devout and to be faithful um to to God and the reason why Brenda was actually murdered is because she was seen as someone who was not being devout who was not being faithful to her family to her husband to her God and It sounds like a cult. They, they tie all of these things into one. Now, that would be what you just said. That would be one of my maybe critiques of the series is that I don't know if it gave enough of the other side of Mormonism for us to be able to look at this objectively. And I think because of the heinous acts that are committed here in the series that we see actually play out on camera, um, it could be this is definitely not something that you want to show the Mormons in your life. like this is something that I think I, I would be interested to hear what someone from this faith actually thinks about this show because it does not portray Mormonism in a positive light at all to me. Mm. It sounds um, like a
1: cult, but I will say that I I agree I'm a fan of Andrew Garfield and so I've become a I've become a bigger fan of him in recent years and some of the work that he's done. And so it's nice to see him in something like this because he can not only can he do action and
0: stuff like we've seen, but he can also yeah. do a serious role very well, too. So that was that was my main critique. I felt like they did not do enough um division between actual Mormons and what we became to know as the school of prophets, who were this mm-hmm. like very extreme Mormon fire and brimstone group of people. Um and I, I think I think it would have been fair to to spell that a little bit more out for viewers who might not be as familiar with the religion. And and I'm speaking about myself because I'm not as familiar with it. Me too, yeah. That's fair. But I think a couple of other things that I do want to note, I really enjoyed um, her name is Daisy Edgar Jones. She actually plays Brenda Lafferty in this. She had uh, really great performances from her. And then the other one, I don't see him. I'm missing him right now. They don't have... I'm like on the IMDB page trying to figure out who my other cast member is. I'm not exactly sure of his name, but I see him in everything. Mm-hmm. But he was basically the um, sidekick to Andrew Garfield throughout this. And he was... Like um, as a police officer? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and... I thought that he was incredible as well. Why is he not getting billing in this? You may have to scroll all the way down depending on what episode he came. Because I think they list them by episode appearance
1: on IMDb. That's why it took me so was, long for the Sandman.
0: Child, he was definitely in every episode, but I'm not I'm not able to find him. He's the father um, of Jacob in Twilight or the grandfather of Jacob in Twilight. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about yes but i don't remember his name i i don't know his name either i'm trying i was trying to give him a quick little shout out but i can't i can't um pull up his name right now he's not he's not on the imdb um racism but i wanted to say that he also did an incredible job um of acting and there was some physical stuff that he did in here that i thought was also really cool um in the show so like he had some like physical ailments that he did that was that was really nice um overall i think it was a am i gonna say good i don't i'm gonna say it was a uh um, one to ten memorable miniseries it was a memorable miniseries if i had to give it a one out of ten i would probably say i would probably give it a five really it was really halfway there for me because Ooh. like I said, I think a couple of the things, the sub so like I said, the subplot is directly the history of Mormonism. So they'll they'll bounce back from like nineteen eighty-four to like I don't know what year, sixteen hundreds. Like and so that always ended up throwing me off when watching it. And then I also think that they did not do enough justice into dividing the two schools of Mormon or how many, like how many sects of Mormonism are there? Um, Which I thought would have been a little bit better because the, this family was out of control. um, The Lafferty's, but I, like I said, overall, I probably would give this a five. I would not watch it again. It's, it's hard to get through. It really is hard to get through. Um, Lots very religious lots of scripture and things that you kind of have to like dissect to see where it's going okay well i will not be watching if you're giving it a five so you don't worry about that yeah i gave i'm giving this a five um and i feel i feel confident in that five
1: (laughs) okay anything else
0: no so that's it for me if you do want to check this out you could stream um under the banner of heaven on hulu as well uh, if you don't have cable, so feel free to check it out.
1: And where does it originally premiere? Where did it originally FX. premiere? HBO? FX. 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 Okay. All righty. Uh, well, let's take another break. And I guess I'm coming back with mine. Mine's going to be very short. We ain't going to spend too much Uh-oh. time on it because I just wanted to highlight it. Here we but go. I'm going to talk about I Am group.
0: Not these warnings. Okay. Huh? I said, giving us these warnings...
1: Yeah, I, I don't I mean I don't have a lot to say about it. Like it was cute, it was very short. We'll talk about it. We'll be right back. Hey, all right. We are back and it is time for my TV show spotlight of the week and I just shortest wanted to highlight spotlight ever. Huh?
0: I said it's about to be the shortest spotlight ever.
1: I've maybe done one shorter because remember I did a Resident Evil and I only watched like an episode and was like, it's a child. I oh, okay. <laughs> don't even bother. <laughs> but anyways, I wanted to talk about I Am Groot on Disney Plus. Um, it came out a little bit ago. So, I mean, it's not necessarily brand new, but it was a show that I did want to highlight because it is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so it was worth mentioning. Um, but it's basically just a quick little mini-series. It's got six short episodes. Uh, episode one is entitled Groot's First Steps. Episode two, The Little Guy. Episode three, Groot's Pursuit. Episode four, takes Groot takes a bath. Actually, five episodes. And episode five, Groot's Magnum Opus. And it's basically just a quick little adventure for the character Groot, who I'm assuming if most of you are, or if any of you are Marvel fans, you'll know that Groot is a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in um, the, the first movie, the second movie, a bunch of different spinoffs, and Infinity War, Endgame, all of that jazz. Um, and so this is basically taking a look at the time span when Groot was a baby after um, having to be reborn from the first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And so it mm-hmm. kind of follows Groot on these little adventures as the Guardians are on these adventures of their own and just kind of um, highlights Groot as a character a little bit more than what we've seen in the Guardians of the Galaxy and or Infinity War and Endgame. And so it's a fun, quick watch. Um, It's a part of this push that Disney... Say what?
0: How long are the episodes? Like
1: barely five to ten minutes. Very, very short. Oh. It's a miniseries. Yeah, they're like short. You could literally
0: watch this in... Five minutes. I did, or an yeah. hour. Yeah, I, you watched this right I, before you got on the record. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so when I did, <laughs> when I did watch, yeah. it literally took me like an hour and a half, or if if that, okay. because it was five episodes at like five to ten minutes a piece. And so I was like, oh, this is a quick okay. watch. Let me check these out. And so that's why I said it's not a lot to talk about. But again, it's worth mentioning because it's a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it is canon. It's canon. Okay. So. Um, and so, yeah, and so it's something cute to watch out. The cast, a lot of the main cast is coming back. There's a lot of additional voice actors, but Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper as um, Rocket, the raccoon, and then Vin Diesel as Groot. Uh, they are both reprising their roles in this. And so I'll be very interested to see what, if they take anything from this, because I also watched Thor Love and Thunder over this past weekend, finally, because it was on Disney+. Plus. Um, And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And Groot was in that for a little bit, for a small span. But it was just very, so I'll be very intrigued to kind of see where they go with the character of Groot, especially with mm-hmm. the third Guardians of the Galaxy film coming up and being the last one in this kind of series for Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sure some of those characters will go on to integrate into other properties, but the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they're going to end after this third movie and so it'll be very interesting to kind of see where Groot ends up with rocket and if we get any more history on where exactly Groot comes from and what kind of alien or species he is stuff like that but i just say all of that to say take a look if you're into marvel stuff it's a quick watch it's on disney plus now um and they've got some holiday stuff too i think there's going to be a holiday guardians of the galaxy special that will also have these characters in there as well and so that's something to look out for uh did your old man watch these by any chance
0: i don't think so i don't know maybe maybe Mm -hmm. watch them like you know on the way to work or something i don't know
1: Mm -hmm. okay i didn't know if you had like accidentally stumbled upon one or not so
0: no um i haven't but you know if this is as short as you say it is i might give it a quick little watch if it's that good
1: I I know you don't like animated stuff, though, child. So I, I do mean, not like animated. So you may not. It is animated. It's oh, okay. So maybe animated. Maybe not for me.
0: But it's okay. So, you know. I
1: mean, yeah. there. I mean, there's a live action component in there, but it's an animated too. Yeah. So I figured you I like might not be into
0: it. Say what? I like. You. I said I like Encanto.
1: Encanto. That's,
0: Encanto, not that's Encanto. animated. Encanto. That's <laughs> animated. I like the Encanto. <laughs> I like. I like that one. That's animated
1: so yeah um but that's all i had there was like i said it was a quick tv show spotlight i would definitely say watch it if you're interested in it and and, and into the mcu canon um you can find it on disney plus
0: five episodes they're all up now so check it out so our shows weren't that good this week neither one of us really liked our show i mean our my show is okay it's just yeah it's very dense
1: so I mean to be clear sometimes we there are shows that you know we're just on the fence about but like there's a lot of TV that we're watching right now so there's some really good shows that we'll definitely be talking about once they end trust me uh, cuz yep. there's I definitely want to talk about House of the Dragon when it ends and then when I get to Rings can of we, Power Can we
0: can have you are you caught up with House of the Dragon yet
1: Can we are, are we can we th- okay. last week you weren't <laughs> I'm full caught up I'm full caught up because that was full on mid-season finale that was a mid-season finale
0: that was crazy
1: that was wild
0: four and five were both crazy
1: can we talk I know this was supposed to be my TV show spotlight but before we go back to break can we talk about how the uh, Joffrey the epitome spoiler for the epitome of you should have just sat there and ate your food you should just be quiet you would have been you would have you would
0: have gone further in life
1: you've just been quiet
0: when keeping it real goes wrong I can already tell you what my final thoughts are going to be on this episode when keeping it real goes wrong it's a, it's it's a,
1: i so do you watch the um the things at the end of each episode where the the, yeah. the
0: creators talk about each episode oh sometimes i do sometimes i don't
1: so I watched all of them, and it was very interesting for them to say, they were like, what we're witnessing is a live-action chess match. Like, you are seeing all of these people put their pieces in place, yeah. and I can already tell the latter half of this season, shit's about to go down. Because we're getting a new yeah. cast, we're getting an older cast, and, like, the girls are going to be act- acting down. So I'm just, I can already tell, this shit's about to get real wild. Yeah, I'm excited. So um all right let's take another break and when we come back we'll get to our signature segment fizz (laughs) or (laughs) flat go for it you do it you can do it go for it it. go ahead go ahead ahead, girl do your show girl (laughs)
0: We are back, and it is time for our signature segment of the podcast, Fizz or Flat. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I get to go over the top pop culture moments of the week, give them a fizz if we're feeling them, or a flat if we're not. I'm going to go first this week. Um, This one is a little bittersweet for me. I don't know if you saw, Marcus, the James Earl Jones deadline article in which he is signing over rights to his Darth Vader voice. Yeah. Um, this is sad. So uh, you know. this week, so James Earl Jones, uh, who we, I mean, you might know as Mufasa, you might know as Darth Vader. He has had a very long, 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 long career. Um, but for Darth Vader, he's spent nearly forty years as Darth Vader. As projects have kind of come up, Icon. but he is uh, now ninety-one. Um, and he has decided to um, sign over his rights to his voice as Darth Vader um, so that the filmmakers can continue using it for future projects for Star Wars. Um, in his hopes, this will help keep Vader alive. Um, this is kind of sad for me. He started out in the, uh, Star Wars, doing Star Wars in 1970. Seven, which That's is like wild. Crazy. Yeah. Um and now what the filmmakers are going to do is, is that they're going to take his voice and use AI technology so that they can just kind of recreate it for years and That's years. That's kind of what come. they're doing
1: now. That's what they did with Obi-Wan Kenobi in that series. Um yeah. they they kind of meshed his voice with Hayden Christensen's to kind of create Darth Vader's whole character.
0: So, I mean, I don't know how to feel about this. I'm getting nervous just because like we've had the theater named after him now on broadway and now we're doing this it's like yeah we we are getting to a spot where he's trying to you know make make sure that his legacy lives on and i do love that and i and i give it a fizz for that but it's just sad that you know yeah like he's he is retiring he is retiring um at least from star wars anyway
1: it's a fizz i mean he's an iconic voice an iconic character yeah. in the star wars canon so, I mean, this is a good example of giving people their flowers while they're still here. Like, yes, yep. name the theater after him. Yes, give him his coin for this legendary voice to continue being used. So yeah, now I'm, I want to know what that money
0: was. That's what I want to know. Oh, he, you know, he, was, got so, you so know yeah, he got a good little check. So You know he got a good check. I'm really interested to see that.
1: So, it's a fizz.
0: Yeah, fizz for me too.
1: Uh, I, you kind of brought this up earlier and I haven't, while I haven't watched, I wanted to put it on here because Niecy Nash hyphen bets. I didn't know she was using her married name, last name. So I got to make sure I include that now. Um, she's getting a lot of praise for this Dahmer series on Netflix. Uh, she was trending on social media, on Twitter and stuff when it premiered. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to just... I've always been a fan of Nisi and everything that she's done. And so just like Issa says, ain't none changed. I'm rooting for everybody black still. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to kind of watch this and see her in some more serious roles. You know, she's a comedic actress yeah. and has been very good. It's kind, of, it's kind of the same vein as Regina Hall. You know, they've been... Widely known for these comedic roles, and now that they've started to kind of switch over into more serious stuff, you kind of get to see no, these girls are talented, these girls know how to act. Yes, they're funny, but they also know how to carry a serious role. And so, I'm excited to kind of see Nisi in this. Um, and she's also got that show on CBS. That's what I was gonna Dorothy. say. I was
0: like, I mean, yeah, I was like. If y'all love Niecy, make sure y'all go support the Rookie Feds, um, yeah, which is her, her brand new show on ABC. It's a brand new show on ABC. Is it ABC? And, okay. Uh um, huh. And um, her role in Dahmer is interesting. I will say that. So I've watched only the first episode. I hope that we see more from her. I think, I think she we would do. have. You know, I think we will see more from her. But um, her her role in this is interesting. She is Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor. Um, yeah, in this. and so you got she's uh she obviously has her complaints, right? She has her complaints in this, and she makes sure that those are well known in the pilot. she <laughs> she makes sure that her complaints are well known uh, in that pilot. So I'm excited to see exactly where her character goes in the series. same. It's a fizz for me. fizz for me too. okay. Um, I wanted us to talk about I know that you mentioned Mark uh, Mester and the other um, Lynette Romero, Lynette Romero, thank you, who were uh, fired. But another meteorologist, not a KTLA, <laughs> not a KTLA, but another meteorologist was uh getting an notoriety this week because he was also fired and let go. This is Spectrum
1: um, News in is, New York, right?
0: So yeah. So New York One meteorologist Eric Adam um, was officially terminated this week for appearing on an adult cam website. Uh, this was quite the shock, I think, to all of their fans and um, those the followers of, of Eric and his career. But he put a message out on Instagram saying, basically letting everyone know that he's been recently terminated for his job. Um, at Spectrum One at Spectrum News New York one. Um, and letting people know that yes he is openly gay, yes he is sex positive and so he doesn't apologize for that um, and that he's he, he is remaining um, and he's remaining optimistic and hopeful about future career opportunities after. Um, now, yes, he was appearing on the adult webcam adult webcam site. I am not sure because I haven't actually seen it with my eyes, but there there are some um, rumors or hints that he may have like referenced New York one uh, by like writing, writing it on his like body while he was on the webcam. I don't know if he was trying to do some type of promotion, some advertising, trying to get can't couldn't have been trying to drive some more people couldn't to it. But like, baby we can't have this we can't have this right. going on marks what are your feelings about this are you get, wh- i mean i know that you are from that world um and we've talked a lot about like certain like clauses and things that you have when you are a um on camera you know personality for the news what are your thoughts i mean at the end
1: of the day when you're looking at people on camera they're normal people they have a life too they do things they have hobbies they have interests they have lifestyles and things like that um, I think where he messed up is if it's true that you know he was writing New
0: York one and yes. news and stuff on him. Like, why would you do that? Like, so I was trying to even... find like maybe like a photo or a clip, but I mean, no one seems to have it. So good,
1: good because I mean, like, why would you even tell on yourself like that? So that part's a little crazy. Um, I hope he's able to find another job. You know, I mean, I hope he's able to bounce back from this and figure out what his career is going to be after this but it's a it's unfortunate but i mean it, it it happens you know i mean when you sign those contracts there are clauses in there that say that you're supposed to represent the station and you represent the brand and blah 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 like this and that and if you don't then they have the authority to terminate you and all of, it's a sticky slope so i mean i wish them all the best but that sucks
0: yeah, this is really unfortunate because it seems like there may have been someone that was like out to get him. These it's photos, were, like yeah. these photos, were taken and submitted to the actual to the news and to Eric's mother, mm-hmm. which is like also not.
1: So cool. for that reason alone is why I'm giving it a flat because that's messed up. But at the same time, as an on air person, you've also got to be very aware of this too. So. Yeah. Agree. Are you giving it a fizz or a flat?
0: Um, I give the situation a flat. How Eric is taking it and handling it. I give a fizz to Yeah. I agree with you. That. know, I feel like it's it's definitely a, a tough situation. He's like, I'm not ashamed. Like I applaud that. Like he's like, I'm not ashamed. This is what I do. It's consensual. I'm performing for, you know, people who want who want to see me in this in this light. So mm. uh the only other
1: thing I had, I um so I went and saw a woman king. Have you seen it yet?
0: I have not. I want to go this weekend. But like everybody I I mean it's doing really well. I know I, that
1: Yeah, I went saw the performance is great. I um I will save my critiques until you have seen it. Um no, go ahead. Well, no, because I do have some critiques, but I want I wanna I wanna I wanna actually have a conversation about it because I want to know what you think. Um Overall the movie was okay. It was solid. Like I said, I thought Viola gave a great performance. I thought all of the girls did. LaShana Lynch, Viola, I forget the other girl's name that was in Doctor Strange. Um and then the new girl, the younger lady, I forget her name too, but all of the women did an amazing job. They looked great. I thought the story was there. Um I do have some critiques though. is it's, it's a it's a long movie. I was okay. not prepared for that. I How long is going to be a it's it's a it's a good two two hour plus movie.
0: Just not as so. long as Elvis. That's all I hope.
1: <laughs> so just get ready for that. Um, and like I said, I do have some other commentary, but I, I want to wait till you see it because then you'll understand what I'm saying and then maybe be able to help me answer these questions. But I give it a fizz. Definitely go check it out. Um it's gotten really good reviews, and like I said, the performances top notch. Viola is doing a damn thing. I've been a huge fan. And so for that alone, I give it a fizz, but I would love to talk about it more once you've had a chance to see it. Okay. So that's all I have.
0: Well, I'll try to go out and see if I can see it this weekend. Please do. All what? right. So last story up for me is Kenya Barris is coming to film uh, with the Wizard of Oz remake. Um,
1: Are you sure it's not going to be called who... Wizard of oz of <laughs> we're gonna put an so ish funny. on
0: there somewhere that was good that was a good one um but what kenya is saying now he's been working on this project for a little bit but now he's making sure that everyone knows that the lgbtq representation will definitely be um reflected in this new remake um he wishes to reflect the world uh, as it is and so he's going to definitely make sure that the the girls are in there now I don't know what that means I don't know if it's going to be like you know I don't know if you remember the live action whiz um, the play that the musical they, they did you know how they did that nod to like voguing and queer uh, for like in the, the Emerald, Emerald City. City I don't know if it's going to be like that um, but it sounds like that there's going to be some girls up in there
1: the munchkins going to be twirling and dipping and catwalking down know. the yellow Brook road. I
0: don't know if we need to do all of that. <laughs> um, Nicole Cassell, who did the watchman who did uh watchman on HBO, mm-hmm. she's going to be directing this. And so that's promising. I really love that series. Well, um, it was cute. Yeah. But uh, any
1: news on a cast?
0: We have not heard anything on the cast.
1: So is this like the traditional Wizard of Oz, or is this the Wiz?
0: So they're calling it the Wizard of Oz. They're not referring to it as the Wiz. I'm assuming because it's Kenya Barris, is that there will definitely be some black. This is, this is going to be a black Wizard of Oz.
1: So do you think? I would assume. So, so let me ask you this: Do you think Tadric Hall is going to go out for the Scarecrow again?
0: He probably will. I think he should. I mean, he really loves the story. He really wanted that role. He wanted it the first time it came up uh, for the for the musical that they did the, the Live NBC musical. musical. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I think he should.
1: Uh, I don't know if, if I'm giving this a fizz or a flat. Uh, Wizard of Oz is cute, but it was never like a favorite movie of mine. Yeah. And there has been tons of. Remakes. I really do
0: like the Wizard of Oz. I think the Wizard of Oz is a good movie. I think if it is, um. I think if it's done differently enough, it could be, it could be something cool. Um, I am now when he says this LGBTQ representation, I'm, I'm interested to know exactly what that's going to look like. Is, does yeah. this mean that, you know, Dorothy's going to have a queer identity or maybe it's a, you know, maybe they go with a different type of Dorothy. Um, so they are going to have people I'm saying, sure. are you a
1: friend of Dorothy?
0: They Probably. They might have that. I don't know. But it could be um it could be interesting. I'm down I'm always down for queer representation, so him making Same. that a, a you know a big part of this project I'm gonna be here for. so I'm gonna give it a fizz.
1: I am too going and rooting for everybody black. So I'll give it a fizz. I'll be interested to see I'll let me see a trailer and then let's talk and then we'll and then we'll talk before my win yeah. let's let me see a trailer and then we'll talk. <laughs>
0: um, okay, well, that's it for me. Do you have anything else for this episode?
1: Nope, that's it. What are your final thoughts?
0: I think I've been saying it all this uh, throughout the entire episode, and that is uh, when keeping it real goes wrong. Make sure that you're thinking about all of the consequences and repercussions of your actions. Um, You know, from Tory Lanez to Ike Oduma to uh, Adam Levine to Mark Mester. Like, there's just things that you gotta think about um, you know, when you are when you're feeling led to act or react in a certain way
1: interesting see i would even take it a step further and maybe a little bit of a different direction and say that in defense of these news people they're human they had people on camera on news and stuff have a life too You know, it's very weird when you see somebody that you watch on the five o'clock news every day and then you see them out at the club on the weekend. But it's like, well, they're human. They have a life. They have friends. They have family. They have everything else, just like you do. And so, I mean, it's not out of the norm for them to want to do things that they think are fun. Now, with that being said, I think at the end of the day, if you're signing that contract, then you also have to understand it's it's understood That there's only so much fun that you're allowed to have, unfortunately. Um, Having been in several situations like that, too, it's tough to be able to separate, sip separate, to separate your personal identity with that of your on care, on air personality. And so it's something that you always have to be, that always has to be at the top of your mind when you're navigating public life. So it sucks,
0: but it's part of the package if you choose to do it that's all all right well that is our show this week if you want to continue the conversation follow us on social media you can find us at Cold pop show instagram twitter TikTok, youtube um but facebook at Cold pop podcast you can find me at trenton rashad on instagram twitter
1: and you can find me at marcus drew Steele with an e on the end on all the socials thank you all so much for listening this week we'll see y'all next week
0: until next time pop stars bye bye